Welcome to the Saving Grace Adventist Church Sermon Podcast. We pray that you will be blessed by the Word of God. Let's bow our heads. Loving Father, we thank you for having been so good to us. You have spared our lives to this day and for a special purpose. We want to thank you, Lord, and give us the power to fulfill the purpose because we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Now, the caption that we have is, He should be my father. He should be my father. We listened to a special done by Ricky over there on the instrument back there. And he said, I want to be like you. (laughs) You know, the son wants to be like the father. I want to be like you. I didn't know that Ricky was going to play that today. But um, he should be my father has great significance. And I want you to, to listen carefully because it's very important. Now man becomes a father through the power of procreation. Now this power was not anything that he could pick up at the convenience store. This power came directly from God. So that man received the power of procreation for a special purpose. Uh, He was to perpetuate, so to speak, uh, the human race. And then to solve the problem of loneliness by procreation. Oh, yes. That matter of being lonely, like we just had two persons or three persons, and they could become very lonely. So that power of procreation has good, good value. I want us to understand that God in his wisdom, he did what he knew was best. And he still does what he knows is best for us. And why? Because he is the perfect father. So to extend the fatherhood reality, the Lord, through procreation, caused him to be able to have a son. Now listen to me now. He was not first. Man was not the first to have sons, so to speak. Because God sent his son. Do you remember that one? So it's, it's just a matter of representation or a duplication of the father-son relationship. There in Luke chapter 3 and verse 38, there it says, coming from 37, where it says Canaan, you know, he was there as the last word, you know, Canaan. He was the son of Enos. Uh, that's where verse 38 picks it up. You see, which was the son 
of meaning Canaan, was the son of Enos back there, or Enos, sometimes because of the Spanish and all the rest of it, I get my pronunciations mixed up because I learn Spanish too sometimes. Uh, but Enos, you see, uh, Enos was the son of Seth, as the scripture puts it. And Seth was the son of Adam. And Adam, according to the record, was the son of God. Now, one time ago, somebody came to me and said, now look, I have $3 to be shared equally between two fathers and two sons. And I said, well, that's four. <laughs> you know, I thought of a, that's four. But when you study that text carefully, you find something special coming out there. God, in his wisdom, has given the power of procreation not just for it to be something of curiosity. It has great implications. Now, two fathers, two sons. Three dollars and a dollar each. A dollar each. And that's because one of them is a grandson. Oh, yes. <laughs> one is a grandson. And one is a son. And one is a father. But, but the first son is also the father of the grandson. Oh, yes. <laughs> and that's why we have two fathers <laughs> and two sons. <laughs> Only three of them. <laughs> so we give them a dollar each. A dollar each. But it's very telling. It's very telling. Listen to me now. You do not speak about a son except in reality, you're a father. But that offspring, that progeny, is somebody special who must now be taught the way of the Lord. So the responsibility comes. Here is the reality. The person becomes a father, not just to be called a father, because we have a number of folks around the place who simply go around making deposits and, and then becoming fathers. Not like that. The Lord wants this fatherhood business to be planned. In other words, we become serious about that particular fatherhood position that the Lord has given to man is for a special purpose. And because of the time, I want you to know something special here today. 
Man was made to glorify God. It is right there. We can find it in Isaiah 43 and, and verse 8. Something special. Here is the man who, who was made to glorify God. When we go back to verse 7, everyone, everyone, every single person, even everyone that is called by my name. For I have created him for my glory. I have formed him. Yeah, I have made him. And there is a something special that we have coming up. It said, bring forth the people that have eyes, but they're not seeing, and ears, but they're not hearing. Not hearing. There's something special. In other words, God has given man the privilege to share with him the fatherhood position. The fatherhood. Why must he emulate or perpetuate the human race without a positive purpose? God, being positive, wants his representatives to live within the realms of the positive and the worthy. So that he who becomes a father here on earth is in representation of the father in heaven. Oh yes. So that the Bible in Proverbs 22 and verse 6, it says, train up a child. It does not say the child. Wherever there is a child, that child has a father. Fatherhood is a serious, serious reality. A serious reality. A little boy was seen walking behind his father on the beach. And both of them were going along together at first. And then the little boy went behind the father. And, and what was he doing? Walking in his father's footsteps. But it was difficult, you know, because longer than he could, you know. So. But in reality, we have our progeny, our offsprings, walking in our footsteps. So that the responsibility is so serious. 
train. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he's old, he will not depart from it. Let us assume that as a father, having the privilege of fatherhood, we have it without the responsibility. Just think. Think having that status. Fatherhood without the responsibility of a true father. Think of it. A father is to be a teacher of righteousness. A teacher of righteousness. And he should be leading by precepts and examples. Oh, yes. So that this caption here that says, he should be my father, it's really a story. A gentleman was up at the front here like I am. Speaking. I mean preaching like a, a, a real preacher of righteousness. Coming over to the congregation like a, a talented preacher. One that was saying it as it's supposed to have been said and should be said. He was just preaching away like a preacher of righteousness. But in the congregation was his son. And listening to the father up there, preaching away like a real spiritual preacher, he said he should be <laughs> my father. He, the one that is up there speaking now. Not so much the one driving us home, but the one who is up there speaking now should be my father. You know what that is saying? Stop putting on and be real. Start living like a father with a father's responsibilities. Training up the child as he should be trained so that when he gets older, he will not depart from it. We are, as fathers, role models. And the younger ones are looking at us. They're looking at us. And I'm saying to you, you know, could you put the clock here next time? <laughs> because because it, it, it gives me the you know, the indication that folks are getting hungry. <laughs> but, but I want you to know that it's an awesome responsibility. Amen. Being a father. Do not take it lightly. I have so much. This is only half a page, but I'm going to stop now. But I want you to know that fatherhood comes with a great, responsibility but the Lord 
He sent Jesus, his son, for a special purpose. And when the son came, he said, I am come to seek and to save that which was lost. You may not have been the perfect father yesteryear or yesterday, but you can pick up from today and go on and by the grace of God be the father, the responsible father, the father of righteousness, the one who is leading by precept and example and be the person that God wants you to be. Remember he said go Neither do I condemn you. In other words, the Lord is not going to condemn you today. All he's saying, go on from today. Today is the 15th day of June. Let the 16th day find you a better father. Amen. So go and sin no more. Isn't that something? What a wonderful father. I'm so glad we have God as our Father. And let your son feel good about you when you get up to speak. Let your son feel good about you when you speak to your neighbors, trying to tell your neighbors how to live and you're not doing the same. Let them feel good. Let them feel proud of you. I mean, real proud. That's my father. That's my father. In closing, there are children who speak very highly of their fathers. And three of them were boasting. And one said, you think your father can do anything better than my father? So you see that ship over there on the sea? My father built it. Your father couldn't do that. He said, what you're talking about? You see the plane that just passed? Is my father that built it? Amen. Folks, they like, you know, they like to show off. So when, when you do something nice, you know, when you do something godly, they speak of that too. And the third boy says, all of you can talk. You ever heard about the Dead Sea? <laughs> My father killed it. <laughs> My father killed it. Speaking about something that the father did. Now, when we do it in righteousness, they speak of it too. So let us lead by precepts and examples. And God is going to bless us abundantly. He should be my father, the one who is living uprightly, not the one who comes here and speaks as if he coming from the throne of, of, of grace and all the rest of it, and at home he's a little devil, uncouth, doesn't know how to speak to the wife, the mother, oh, the one that is speaking.
righteousness and really living it on a daily basis. He should be my father. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you the unction to function as father. And the inclination to be obedient as children. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's message. We are always encouraged to know how God is working through this ministry to touch lives. If you have a story to share of how God is working in your life, please let us know by sending an email at podcast at savinggracesda.org. As the Holy Spirit impresses you, you may also support this ministry financially by visiting savinggracesda.org.